The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to all, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit himself? Whoever is ashamed of me and of my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of when he comes in his glory, and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. The Gospel of the Lord. Whoever is ashamed of me and of my words. Well, I guess it just goes to show that Jesus has standards, and the standards are to follow after him, not to be embarrassed, not to be ashamed. You know, we live in a, a world where there's such a struggle with this idea of relativism, you know, what is relevant to you and your situation and your standing of life and you hear a lot of uh, phrases like um, well follow your heart you know do do what's best for you and it just it goes on and on it's like when it comes to the faith of a christian we actually have a very straightforward standard to follow uh, which is Jesus Christ. I don't have to follow my heart. I just need my heart to align to his. I don't have to do what makes me feel good, necessarily. I just need to do what I've been commanded to do. Now, those are very difficult at times, but I want to read the final exhortation of Andrew Kim Taigan, who was a priest and martyr. So this is what he wrote, his final words before he was uh, martyred. My brothers and sisters, my dearest friends, think again and again on this. God has ruled over all things in heaven and on earth from the beginning of time. Then reflect on why and for what purpose he chose each one of us to be created in his own image and likeness. In this world of perils and hardship, if we do not recognize the Lord as our creator, there would be no benefit either in being born or in our continued existence. We have come into this world by God's grace. By that same grace, we have received baptism, entrance into the church, and the honor of being called Christians. Yet what good will this do us if we are Christians in name alone and not in fact? We would have come into the world for nothing, we would have entered the church for nothing, and we would have betrayed even God and his grace. It would be better never to have been born than to receive the grace of God and then to sin against him. Dearest brothers and sisters, when he was in the world, the Lord Jesus bore countless sorrows and by his own passion and death founded his church. Now he gives it increase to the sufferings of his faithful. No matter how fiercely the powers of this world oppress and, op and oppose the church, they will never bring it down. Ever since his ascension and from the time of the, of the apostles to the present, the Lord Jesus has made his church grow even in the midst of tribulation. For the last 50 or 60 years, ever since the coming of the church to our own land of Korea, 
the faithful have suffered persecution over and over again. Persecution still rages, and as a result, many who are friends in the household of the faith, myself among them, have been thrown into prison, and like you are experiencing severe distress. Because we have become the one body, should not our hearts be grieved for the members who are suffering? Because of the human ties that bind us, should we not feel deeply the pain of our separation? But as the scriptures say, God numbers the very hairs of our head, and in, all his, and in his all-embracing providence, he has care over us all. Persecution, therefore, can only be regarded as the command of the Lord, or as a prize he gives, or as a punishment he permits. Hold fast, then, to the will of God. With all your heart, fight the good fight under the leadership of Jesus. Conquer again the diabolical power of this world that Christ has already vanquished. I beg you not to fail in your love for one another, but to support one another and to stand fast until the Lord mercifully delivers us from our trials. There are 20 of us in this place, and by God's grace, we are so, we are far, we are so far all well. If any of us is executed, I ask you not to forget our families. I have many things to say. How can pen and paper capture what I feel? I end this letter. As we are all near the final ordeal, I urge you to remain steadfast in faith so that at last we will all reach heaven and there rejoice together. I embrace you all in love. 175 years ago, roughly, those words were written. So martyrdom is still a real thing. Giving up our lives is still a real thing. And there's people that are willing to do it because they understand the truth of the church. So we have to seek to discover that truth, to live it out, so that we can have the same boldness, courage, and tenacity that the martyrs displayed.